0: ABC tonight. The next chapter of the bachelor journey begins.
1: Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you.
0: Twenty single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it
1: just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note. It's
2: no fun singing a
3: love song when you're not
0: in love. <laughs> the
1: Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six episode event tonight at eight seven central on ABC.
3: Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dagwood Mills. Dagwood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International denomination with over 3,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and an author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 500 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with is young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dagie with Mills.
4: That draws us
5: to you. Hallelujah. Oh put your hands together, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Are you having a blessed time? Then give Jesus a celebration, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. If you're happy to be at today's service, shout, And if you believe God has a word for you, shout another Hallelujah. I believe God is leading us into a season of blessing because as we take up God's work, God is going to increase us. He's going to bless us more abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that his name will be called Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And the Bible says that saviors will come out of Mount Zion. I believe God is sending us to become saviors to people. Amen. In this season as we prepare towards Holy Sunday, I believe God can use everybody sitting here to bring somebody to church, to bring somebody to come and know him. If you believe it, shout amen. So today we are going to hear some powerful great chain testimonies of people whose lives were turned around when they came and they found Jesus. Amen. If you don't know the Lord today, you are finding him. Amen. Let's put our hands together and welcome our brother as she shares The first testimony for today. Keep clapping. His name is Prince, and he's with the Film Stars Ministry. Do it better for him. Hallelujah. Weddy, what has God done for you?
4: Okay, so I'm Prince. So I'm Prince, Woody Sapon, and I am in the Film Star Ministry. And I'm here to share my testimony about a great change in my life. Amen. Actually, from childhood, my parents knew me as an innocent and a blameless child and a meaningless son who never knew sin. But that wasn't the truth uh, about me. What happened was I was very much good in fornication and also in stealing. It happened that my brother, my senior brother, taught me how to steal from my father's briefcase whenever he returned from his trip. And I'll bring him the money, and he'll give me some of the money for my own personal use. And I continued over and over for many years without being caught. So I developed a habit for stealing. And also with fornication, there was a a family friend who lived next house and this lady was quite older than me and I used to go there and she had a pornographic magazine. And whenever I go, he actually opens the magazine, we go through the pages and whatever that we find in there, she practices with me. So... I, I also developed a, a taste for such, I'm in practice, and I continued fornicating, and along the line, I began masturbating. So I lived this life throughout my junior high school and my senior high school. So after senior high school, I was home. I wasn't going to church for some time, and I was asked why wasn't I going to church, but I had no answers for such questions. So I decided to go to church, and we had relocated to a new environment. So I had a friend over there, and I asked him if he knew any nice church around. So this friend told me that, I mean, I shouldn't worry. He'll take me to a very nice church, and I'm going to love it. So whenever I'm ready, I should just let him know. And I called him the following Sunday, and he took me to this church, and this church was Bread of Life Cathedral. And when we got there, he told me that— Yes, wow. please. And when we, get, when we got there, he told me that he is not going to follow me come the following Sundays because he, he wasn't ready to change. And he knows that when he comes to the church, he's going to change. But if I've decided to come to church, it's up to me and I can. Keep on coming by myself. He and showed you
5: the church. Yes, please. He but said
4: it's a good church. It's a good church. If you want I, to
5: change, go here. I can go but there. He's he is not ready to ready change. To change. So so he's not so. coming.
4: Yes, please. Wow. Mm-hmm. Does it change now? I wish so, but unfortunately, it's still not changed. Yes, please. So
5: you went to church. What happened at the church?
4: So when I went to church, after Bishop Pogo preached, he made an altar call, and it was very a surprising experience to me because I haven't seen any preacher preaching. And after I was made, a, made. An altar call. Then you didn't go to church much. You hadn't (laughs) seen an altar call before? I mean, never. Wow. I only see preachers preaching and that's all. After hours, there's no Mm -hmm. altar call. But this particular one was my first time experience. Wow. What happened? So, after the preaching, he made an altar call, but I couldn't go forward to give my life to Christ. I went back home. I, I wasn't feeling okay at all. So, the following Sunday, I came very early and I sat in front, and when, af- after preaching, when he made an altar call, I gave my life to Christ there, and I kept on flowing with the activities of the church, and by the grace of God, I, I, I stopped fornicating, I stopped stealing, but I was still struggling with, uh, I was still struggling with masturbation, and I went for a service called uh, Shine Service, which later on joined First Love. and And the day that I went, Bishop Ogo was making an altar call for uh, for people to join ministries. And I stepped forward and I joined the Femstar Ministries. And by the grace of God, as I got myself involved in the the activities going on in the Femstar Ministry, today I can testify that the desire for masturbation has gradually dried up in my life. And I really want to thank God for saving my life because if I draw a line from my past, to where my life actually would have ended, I really saw myself heading for the rocks, and I would have really crashed and be destroyed. But I thank God for saving my life and giving me this new life that I live now. Amen.
5: Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, thank God with him. Be grateful to Jesus with him that he's changed and his life has turned around. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Mary from Poly region as she testifies of how Jesus came into her life and turned her life around. Amen. I believe Jesus is the savior of the world. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is what the world is looking for. And God is counting on us. Amen. Mary, what is your testimony? I'm,
0: I'm Mary from Accra Poly Region. I was brought up in a Christian home. Um, my mom prayed much, so I thought I was saved. So she's always praying for me, so like I was like, I'm saved. I'm a righteous person. So, um, after school, I, I failed after SHS, I failed one of my subjects, and then I had to stay in the house for some time. So I was in the house, I was bored, so like I was on social media all the time. And then I discovered this game, um, so I downloaded it and then started playing. I, I was playing and playing, and I was like it was getting to a point. I was getting addicted. So I was like, hey, what is happening to me? I couldn't stop. So I was going on. I was playing the game. What type it's, of game was it? Yeah, the game, it's about like uh, an unreal world where you meet a lot of people. Then you, you, you interact with them, uh, lesbians, all kinds of people in the game. So like I was playing. And then the game too, you buy credits. You don't download. You just buy, you buy credits and play
5: and that's what you were doing twenty four seven. Yeah. So when you day. going to school at that time.
0: Yeah, I snubbed everyone for that. I don't want to talk to anyone. I was always on the phone playing my game. So I was very it, it was very frustrating. I was getting so addicted to the game. So it got to a time I had to I had to buy credits for the game. So I had to do all kinds of things like lie, tell my mom all lies to get money to buy because when I'm not playing the game, I'm so frustrated i feel so bad when i'm not playing the game i see so i was doing the, i was i was doing it all along and then
5: what um, happened what did your mom say
0: my mom was complaining he was complaining because i've become moody i don't smile anymore i don't have friends like all i wanted was the game and i didn't care not i didn't care about not going to school i didn't care about anything so they were complaining and I saw my friends going to school because I completed 2015. And I saw my friends graduating from tertiaries. And then I felt nothing. I was, I was not interested. I don't care about what they are doing. I was so much into the game.
5: So. And what happened? So you went to school. Yeah. mom finally ma- decided to go to school. Yeah. And what happened in school? My mom
0: went So when I went to school, I was in a hostel. And then people come to preach, uh, invite us for church. I was not interested. But then one day, someone came from First Love Church and then invited us. And I was like, I don't want to go. But my friend said, my roommate said, so we should go. So when we went for the service, I, I, didn't, I was playing my game. So all along, I didn't hear anything. So.
5: And what happened? When another you did you to give your life to Christ?
0: Yeah, another time, they came and they invited me for a, a car king something. So I came. Anytime I come for uh, service, I just stayed under the canopy. I don't want to enter. I don't want to be part of anything. I just want to play my game. So they invited me for this thing and, and I came. So when I came, my phone was off because and I that, was And that day your phone was yeah, off. Yeah, because I was playing all along. So my phone was off. And then Bishop Joshua shared a very short um, preaching. He, he said he said something about us having a we having a personal relationship with God. And I was, I, was, I was talking to myself. I was forced to listen to the preaching. So I was talking to myself like, me, I don't have any personal relationship with God. Um, and it was like, if we die, after this, this world, I we sure there's someone preparing a place for us. And I was so convicted. I was so touched by the message. That was when I gave my life to Christ. And then, after, after giving my life to Christ, the next Sunday I came and I, I entered the auditorium so when they were preaching i was listening and what happened
5: after After, did you see a change in your life yeah
0: after i went home i took my phone to play game i was like i was bored with the game the game i've been playing
5: for four years i was bored i was not interested give the lord a mighty shout of praise the power of god is greater than every addiction every addiction everything that has held you bound the bible says if the Son therefore shall set you free you shall be free indeed. Amen. So, so are you grateful to God yeah, that you changed me? I'm you?
0: so so grateful to God for because I, if I had died, I would have gone straight to hell. So I'm so grateful to God for changing
5: my life. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Oh, keep clapping. And let's welcome Maxwell from Lagos. He's a placenta leader as he shares the final testimony for today. Do it better. Keep clapping. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Amen. I believe God is going to use us to bring a lot of people to him. How many of you believe 25,000 children of God will be here to come and meet Jesus? Amen. Maxwell, what has God done for you?
6: Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Maxwell Mahama. I'm from the the Abraka Center. Amen. I want to thank God for a a great change he has done in my life. Um, I want to thank God so much for saving me from Muslim and traditional worship into a new life in Christianity. So I grew up in a community called Manga in, the, in Boku, in the Upper East region of Ghana. So manga is almost a 100 percent Muslim community, And I was also in a traditional community. So growing up in the Muslim community, we were trained to believe in, in believe that Christianity is a lost religion and to defend our faith as Muslims. So I never care about Christians. And when, when Christians come to speak to us, all we need to do is to criticize them and make them bitter to go. So I was believed into that. So, and then I was also into uh, tradi- th- traditional works, Traditional worship. Yes. My father often does sacrifices. And sometimes if my father, my father is actually a priest. Like he's a full-time traditionalist. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the and Islam was just a cover-up? Yes. Okay. So, whenever my father was not around, I would be asked by the elders to pour libation on behalf of him. So I was doing this. And besides doing that, too, I was also a very stubborn guy. I follow bad friends and I steal. I follow girls and I do all sorts of bad things. But I, I, I believe, I thought I was safe. Until one day, we went for a funeral way keeping. And there they showed us Jesus movie and when I, after watching the movie like I was so touched by the movie and the part that touched me so much was the crucifixion so when I saw how they maltreated Jesus like I was, even though I was not a Christian but I cried I cried, so then I decided, the the pastor was making an altar call I decided to Give my life to Christ. I was afraid of my brothers because if they hear, they will beat me. So I was, I, I was, I was there thinking whether to go or not to go. But something happened on that day. Even till today, I cannot explain. It was like my conscience went off, and and the time I could realize it was like I was giving my life to Christ already. You don't remember how you. I, I can't remember even today. The from then till today. I can't remember how Before I Before you give. realize you are giving your life <laughs> to Christ. I've given my life to Christ already. Wow. Um, because of what happened, I decided I'll give my life to, I'll give myself wholly to Jesus. But when my brothers heard that I started going to church, they threatened me and said that they will beat me. Because in the Muslim community, it is not easy to break up, to break away from the religion. And to the extent the Malam of the community sent a message to my house warning me not to step to church again. But the interesting thing is that my the way to my church was passing through his house. (laughs) So the following uh, on Sunday he will see me passing to church and there's nothing he could do. Guess they they can only warn me. But I, I continue going to church to church. And miraculously as I continue going to church I saw that my brothers were following one following me one after the other. give
5: the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Give the Lord another shout of praise. He will call his name Jesus. He will save his people from their sins. I see Jesus stepping into somebody's life
6: because you, you introduced them to Jesus. Amen. And one of the great things God did for me was that in my family, no one could complete senior high school so i was the first person to complete senior high school by god grace in my family and i I came to university of ghana legon i am now a student I'm, 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 i'm just grateful i i don't know what to say to jesus but i just want to thank him so much i just want to appreciate him for doing this for me and i'm also a basenta leader and i'm bringing people to church every sunday Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Give the Lord Almighty a mighty shout of praise.
5: I believe God is gonna use us. Amen.
1: First lovers, are you in the house this afternoon? Oh, I can't feel you. Are you in the house this afternoon? It's time for my favorite part of the service. How many of you came to church with an expectation? The Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. This afternoon, God has anointed a great man of God for us. The Bible says that the words that I speak, they are spirit and are life. And as the man of God steps on the pulpit, as a prophet comes up, Whatever word God has for you, whatever issue you came with, as you hear the word, the Spirit is going to enter you and you're going to receive life. If excited, make your loudest noise. Let us welcome our Nothing is impossible. When you put your trust in God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible impossible when you trust in Him. Hearken to the voice of God to thee, is there anything too hard for me, then put your trust in God alone, and rest upon his word, for oh, everything, for oh, everything, yes everything is possible, God. When you put your, your trust, trust in, God. in God, oh yeah, nothing is impossible.
4: When you are trusting, you trust
1: in His Word. Word. Hearken to, to the, the voice, voice of God, God to Thee. Is, is there, there anything to for thee? thee? Then put, put your, your trust, trust in God, God. and rest upon. Everything, everything, oh, everything, everything, yes, everything is possible with
2: God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word today, blessing our lives, touching us in a special way. We are thankful, Father. Guide us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Now, please settle down. And those outside, are you with us? Are you sure you are with us? Everybody put away your phone. If you see somebody with a phone is considered as a terrorist here so put away your phones no phones please because some of you are sending messages and playing games when the preaching is going on for four years you come to church you are on, on uh, doing a game all right Today's message is very important, so I want you to listen very carefully, and I believe that your life is going to be changed, and something wonderful is going to start happening. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I've been sharing about the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And today, I want to preach to you and teach you about the mega church, which is the result of the anointing. The mega church, the big church. Now, you are going to understand how it concerns you. One of the greatest mistakes you can ever make in your life is to think that the church is the concern of the pastor you know and sit in a church and feel that that is the pastor's job it's like looking at npp or ndc and saying that is the concern of the party party chairman and you know the, the 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 people who are in, in the party, the important people. They are the ones in charge, and probably I don't know who else. Maybe that's even a, not a, a good example because I don't know much about what they do. But uh, let's say a hospital, and you see the doctors there and saying the doctors are in charge, and you are not in charge. Yes, the doctors are in charge. When it comes to the church, the church. Is the body of Christ. And it's a body. So there is no part of your body that does not affect you. If you like, how many have got, what do they call the thing that we use to cut fingernails? The clippers. If you wouldn't mind, after church or this evening, if you wouldn't mind to take one of the nail clippers. And let's take your smallest toe, all right? And we will clip off not the nail, but we'll get as much of the little meat from your toe. And just clip, just one small clip off and see whether you can sleep. That's when you'll find out that the smallest part of the body affects everybody. It is... It is when you don't know what a body is that you will think that what is happening there doesn't affect me. But it's actually the reason why you can't sleep. And many people who die of cancer die of a, a part that you, you used to think was not important. Do you see? In fact, you don't even know that it's there. Steve Jobs, the one who made the iPhone, he had a a cancer of the pancreas, which most of us have never seen a pancreas before. If you don't know where it is, and you can't even feel it. But when it goes wrong, it can take you out. So, The church is a body, and you may think, oh, over there, these these people are nothing. But it affects you, and you'll find out. Now, the Holy Spirit, are you listening to me? Came and landed on earth in Acts chapter 2. Let's all turn to Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And the day of Pentecost was fully come. Are you, those outside, I'm very concerned about that. After this testimony, I'll never leave you alone again. Those outside, are you there? All right. Acts chapter 2. And the day of, can you all hear me clearly? Okay. And the day of Pentecost was fully come. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a loud Sound of a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them uh, cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat on the pastors. It sat where? It sat on the pastors. It sat on the whole church. You see, everybody has a flame. There is a flame for everyone. There's not a flame for pastors. There's a flame for everybody who is part of the church. Amen. And then they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues. So when the Holy Ghost comes or lands, there is a new anointing that has come into the church. And that is so beautiful. Now, what happened? They started to speak in tongues. So last week, I think it was last week, I prayed for, we prayed for a lot of people to receive the Holy Spirit. How many people here received the Holy Spirit last week and started to speak in tongues last week? Sunday. Raise your hand. Give me a wave. So many people. I can see so many hands all over the place. So it's important you continue. How many people are there here today who don't speak in tongues yet? You don't yet speak in tongues. But you would like to speak in tongues. Wave your hand like this. Beautiful. So we'll pray for you also. Amen. Now, when the, it was noise abroad that they were speaking in tongues, all right, the multitude came together. Many people came and they were confounded because everyone heard them speak in his own language. And they marveled. They say we can hear every man in our own tongue in verse 8. Parthians, Medes, Elamites. Now many of the tongues we speak are actually languages. Yes. But only that you've never heard such languages before. And when you go to other places in, in the world, you hear the language. You wonder how can anybody understand even one sentence. But each sentence means something. You know? Crates and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our own tongue. The wonderful works of God. Verse 12. And they were all amazed. Alright? And others were in doubt. Verse 13. Others were mocking, saying, These men are full of new wine. Wow. So when you have the Holy Spirit... No need of Guinness anymore. No need of beer. If you want a feeling, you get it from the Holy Ghost. Okay? It's just like wine. It gives you a feeling that you can't explain. Now, verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, or in other words, started preaching. And his preaching continues from Acts chapter 2 verse 14. Are you with me? Hey, are, are you listening to the preaching? I, I, outsiders, are you listening to the preaching? Yes, I'm saying that the Holy Ghost came, everybody started speaking in tongues, and Peter started preaching. So it makes people speak in tongues, and it makes people preach. Do you see? The Holy Spirit or the anointing, it makes people speak in tongues and it makes people preach. So these are two things you must be doing in your life, speaking in tongues and preaching. Okay? Now when he preached, he preached all through chapter 2. Do you see? And the whole preaching is recorded up till verse 40. Please look at verse 40. Then with many other words, Did he testify and exhort Are you with me? Saying, save yourselves from this untoward generation So this is the whole preaching All the way up to verse 40 is Peter's preaching message Now verse 41 They that received the word Gladly were baptized And there were added unto them Three thousand souls So, when the Holy Spirit and the anointing starts to work, you see, there is church growth in thousands. Did you hear me? Mega churches are born by the presence of the Holy Spirit. So, 3,000 new people are added. Now, a church cannot afford to be clannish. What is clannish? Can somebody check clannish? If it is a word, I'm not sure. Please, you high-tech people, check what it means. Yes. Yes very good have you seen the definition disposed to associate only with one's clan or clique do you see actuated i don't know what actuated means can somebody check what it means to be actuated actuated by the traditions prejudices of a clan but anyway disposed to associate Oh, put the meaning there. You are disposed to associate only with your clan or your clique. Now, in Ghana, we have certain tribes that are disposed to associate only with their tribe. Do you know any such tribe? Huh? Yes. Yes. Elwes are like that. You, you thought I would be afraid to say it. You thought I would be afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say it. Elwes are like that. Ashantis are also like that. Yes, Ashantis are also like that. Yes. It's true. That is the meaning. Yes. They say what? Mikromuni. What does that mean? Somebody from my hometown. I can or, or, or what else do they say? Yes, my brother, and so on. So you have some tribes that are associated, I mean, they, they like those things when they see their people. So you see somebody, his dentist, his doctor, his, his, uh, the one who sells fish is Davi, the one who sows for her is Elom. the one who, the Baba is who? A, Efo. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the driver is uh, Mauli, and they say I don't know how it happens. They just they just come. Uh, the one who takes care of everything, there's a relative of some sort. Is it true or not true? Yeah. Now, a church can be like that. And our church has tendencies to be like that. Yes. Not that we, I, I think we behave like that. Yes. Yes. The, that, that, that behavior, you see, it's like people that are close and like themselves. So, when you see us somewhere, we just move together. That's how our church is. And people notice us. Sometimes even at funerals, they say that we are all going to sit somewhere together. It's like you like yourselves. Do you get what I'm saying? So bring that word back, please. We are disposed to associate only with our own people. That thing does not let you grow. You see, when you join... You, you stay permanent because it makes you stay. But it doesn't let you go because people feel that they are outsiders when they want to come in. So the church, can, it's not a good thing if, if you want growth. It's a good thing when you want to help your brothers. Yes. You know, one time I went to Canada and I met a group. It's none of these, it's none of these groups I mentioned from Ghana. I tell you, if I tell you where they come from, mostly from that place. It's not Ashanti, it's not Airways. I I mean completely, plenty. I think they have helped one another to be there over the years. Are you with me? Disposed to help your own and associate your your own people. Are you with me?
1: Yes.
2: Yes. But it would not let you grow. So we have to break out of those characteristics and open ourselves to relate with more people. Now, when we say the grace, can we have the grace? Look, I want you to see today, what I'm telling you, it may be the main thing for your life. You listen, watch and see. Look at the grace. It says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God, the communion, fellowship. You see, the communion, the Holy Spirit must commune with you. He'll be telling you, whispering things to you. Telling you what to do. Fellowship, contribution. The Holy Spirit contributes to your life and participates in your life. So, that, the fellowship and the communion of the Holy Spirit. So, that's the anointing. Alright? And then, the 25,000 children... You see, these 25,000 children, you see, are also the people that are going to fellowship with you, contribute to you, fellowship and participate in your life. You see, so the 25,000 children includes all the important people for your life. You see, everything in your life is connected to somebody. I mean, I don't know whether you've realized that what you become or what you are is connected to somebody. You know, like someone said, there are four steps to anybody you want. Even four steps, there are four steps from you to meet President Donald Trump. Yes. And I may be the first link I know somebody, and I know somebody, and then the fourth person, you'll be there.
5: Beautiful. Wow,
2: wow. Yes. four steps to anybody you need in the world. So, the church, the, the bigger the church, the more of the people that are important for your life exist in the church. That, that, that you may be surprised at why America are doing green cards for green card lottery. Do you see? Do you know they do a lottery? It's Loto, you apply, and then they choose people. Recently, one of our church young men was supposed to go somewhere, and then he he had won the green card, so he's gone to America now. You know so he's now in in, in in America, and a number of people I know you you would wonder that why America who are trying to keep people out they are making a war to keep people away. Why are they doing a lottery to get people to come and be legal in their country? do you see i mean you 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 Canada has it also they move people. You can move from Ghana and become a Canadian. Do you see? And many of these countries, you ask yourself why? Because the well-being of the country is connected somehow even to a poor African who migrates from Ghana to Canada. It it helps Canada somehow. And it it helps that more people have come. You you, 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 not, you not know, about you see, they, they are using intelligence to realize that it, it is important. If certain people come, it helps the country. And you may say, "About what do we have? We are rather coming to get something. No. Even the most insignificant person who comes to be there is, is very important somehow to everything. That's why I told you that take the nail clippers and clip your toe. And see whether you will sleep well Or whether you even sleep And that's when you see that Everybody is important Including the, most, the smallest nobody Alright, are you with me? So When the Holy Spirit comes The first thing he did If you read back to the scripture He just swelled up the church By 3,000 members Yes 3,000 members When the anointing came then all the important people Put the scripture up, place All the important people Right For their lives Were added to the church on that day Yeah All the important people You know there are so many people That are important for your life huh. They are out there I tell you How many are excited that the Important people for your life are Waiting to be added to the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Now look at verse 42. Now, then they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Now, I am an apostle to the church. You see, an apostle is somebody who builds churches. In the Bible, you see the definition of what an apostle is. So that is basically an apostle. It's different from a pastor. A pastor is somebody who um, is the pastor with you all the time, is preaching to you. So, I am an apostle. That's how there are many churches connected to me. Do you understand? Yes, yeah, so this church is actually just one of the churches that is connected to me. All right. Now, real apostles have a doctrine. A doctrine, if you want to check, please bring it up in terms of the dictionary. Doctrine is a set of teachings. Do you see? It's a set of teachings that you give. So, you are supposed to be dedicated to... More to the apostles' doctrine. So, the books, the tapes, the makane, the podcasts, the songs which are also teachings, do you see, are usually given to an apostle. That's why it's the apostles, primary apostles, who wrote the New Testament. Peter, John, James. Matthew, they are the apostles. So Jesus spoke through them to build his church. In fact, the Bible says that the church is built by, on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. So the Bible says that, and what what is it put it up? Doctrine is a belief or a, the body of teachings. The body of teachings. So the collection, you see, the collection of books, the Macarius, and more now outside, cons- make up what we call the body of teachings, which is in an English word. If you want one English word, is doctrine. doctrine wow. That's the meaning of the word doctrine. I hope you are with me. Yes. Those outside, I, I, are you on your phones? Okay. I, are you part of the preaching? Okay. Now listen, let's watch this. Are you watching? In Acts, give me my verse, verse 42. You have to continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrines. So the apostles' teaching, body of teachings, which you, fortunately for us, is even written. And then it's preached and it's collected together nicely. Most churches don't have a collection like that. Do you see? And then it's also almost free. Do you see? <laughs> so, you must continue steadfastly in it. Let's watch what's happening. And then in fellowship. So, it's going to affect where you go. Like, the, the fellowship is the interaction. So, instead of being at the golf club, or instead of being at the veterans club, or instead of being at the Old Students Association Club, or instead of being at the horse riding club, or what other clubs? Wildlife club. Club, Or place where they have fellowship. Eh? Rotary club Club and all other clubs, you now continue in church-related fellowship. Are you understanding the preaching? Yes, they continued in the apostles' doctrine and the apostles' fellowship or the fellowship that the apostles have created for the people. Wow. That's the church. Wow. So the church becomes your main fellowship. Wow. So that, that's why it's not strange in the church to stay in church till the evening. Yes. Because wow. human being needs fellowship. We need, we need friendship and to be happy. Yes. You know, and people that are alone for a long time, you see, become, they have too many thoughts. It's not good old. And Those who want to always be alone, leave me alone. I don't feel like talking. You know, I want to play games. And those who are always looking at their phones. Today's testimony there, it has showed us that those who are always looking at the screen, there is something wrong with you. If, if your phone is discharged before the evening, I am telling you that you are using the phone too much. Yes. yes. When it is charged from the morning, when you pick it up, it shouldn't be discharged till the next day when you charge it in the night. If you, are, if you are charging it again. Yes. The other day somebody was asking me where is my charger? Do I have a charger in my car? I said, I don't have a charger in my car. I said, I never have to charge my phone. I never have to charge my phone it will will never be discharged before the evening there's nothing like that so those of you who are using it recharging recharging buying power banks banks. yes I saw that everybody had a power bank so I went to buy one and I've never used it and I was wondering is there something I don't know but not real not knowing that I'm rather doing the right thing yeah unless your phone is your laptop, because some people's phones are their laptops so it's it's, it's whatever but it's, it's an excuse, but you see that the same people are always replying whatsapps. How can it be you are contributing on every platform your old old school old old school platform uh whatever fellowship, JSS, SHS, Commonwealth Hall, oh, nurses, doctors, cl- every class you are part of the WhatsApp group. And groomsmen page. Every group you are still in it. Contributing, commenting, commenting, writing, ha ha ha. Ha, ha, ha. Answering everything. How can it be? There's something wrong. So look at it, please. Acts chapter 2. So they continued steadfastly. That is, you must be wild. Steadfast means that I can't be moved from these teachings. If you listen to the teacher and you follow them, you will prosper greatly. Yeah, whether spiritually, physically, you will and then in breaking of bread and in prayers so it will affect your praying and even your eating you will not be hungry you will be surprised yes and you see that in church in many churches there is always food and you see that hunger which you used to feel, and fill your stomach with water gary and salt you see that those days will pass because by the grace of God, through fellowship, you'll never be hungry again. Can I have an amen? Verse 43. And fear came on every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. So there were many signs and wonders done by the apostles. Okay. And people, people, people will be afraid of us. Verse 44. And they that believed were together. Do wow. you see? And had all things common. Wow. So you see that we are to be together a lot. Yes. Because you need to be together a lot. You'll be together on Sundays. You'll be together during the week. Other meetings in church, in, at work, different places. You keep on meeting people that are part of the fellowship. Are you with me? Yes. yes. I rarely spend a day without being with my church people. Yeah, you grow until the church is your whole life. All right, verse 45. And then they sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. Now, this verse is telling us that your needs will be met. By the large congregation. And it is true. It is true. Your needs will be met by the large congregation. Whether people sell their things, whatever the method is. But the needs are met. That is the main thing. Now, we all have a lot of needs. What people don't realize is that your needs for this life are met and will be met in and through church. Yes. What, what is lacking in your life will be filled up by the church. That, that's how a church is. And you, you, must, you must grow quickly in your thinking to recognize it. Because what happens is that later on people say, the church is everything to me. But you see, you in, at the beginning you not know. It's like parents, you don't know how important they are until so you get a call that is dead then you say, oh, wow, you start crying. You know, one day I saw somebody cry, cry, and said the father was, I said, but when your father was alive, I never saw any any, 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 any certain attitude or feeling. Now that he's dead, dead, it's like, who, 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 who? You see, the people who are acting on stage, show, 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 show. Every time they were quarreling, when the visitors came, then they just become start to give a good impression. And there are people like that. You are so concerned about giving a good impression that you are so unreal behind the scenes. That you should, you, should, you should emphasize on the reality. You see, make your bedroom nicer than your sitting room. And you have a beautiful sitting room to show off to people with a lot of whatever. And you never go there. You see, and you are rather in your room, which is like a jungle. Is your room like a jungle? All right. Tell somebody my needs are going to be met by church growth. Amen. Amen. Now, you see, it's amazing. But you would be surprised that this is exactly what is going to happen. Now, verse 46. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added daily to the church, as many as should be saved. Hallelujah. So you can see right here that the people were happy. Happiness is very much a part of life. Just to be happy. And by the way, this is just by the side. Happiness comes in moments. When there is a moment of happiness, be happy in it. It's not something that comes and lasts for a long time. It's like this. It's a kind of like staccato. But in between the moments of happiness are other things. Yes. And the moment of happiness reduces as you get older. That's what the Bible says. Before the evil days come. Remember your creator before the evil days. So there's a type of days coming in your life called the evil days. I didn't write the Bible. So if you don't. I agree with you. Read you can check change your Bible. Read another book. So enjoy moments when moments are working. If it's a working moment, tell tell your neighbor, Charlie, it's a working moment and let us flow with the moment that is working. It's a nice time. Amen. So as we approach swollen Sunday, do you see? Now, we have real problems in the sense that the church is already full. There are people outside, outside, everywhere. And the canopies are also hot. hotter. Is it hotter than here or here is hotter than the canopy? Here is hotter than the canopy. Okay. So, all, we have all kinds of difficulties, Do you see. But still, we are not going to say that it was a former... Government which has caused us to have not enough uh, air or whatever in, in the church. No, 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 no. You don't have to talk. Now that we going to say that colonialism has caused or neocolonialism, we are not going to say any of these. We are going to make use with what we have. And everybody must get involved in helping your life. Helping your own life. There are people that are so important for your life that are part of the 25,000 people. Yes, they are, they are very important. And so there are many, many reasons why. That, when, when the anointing comes, the like anointing of the Holy Spirit, there is preaching, there is speaking in tongues, And there is soul winning and churches grow. So let's give ourselves wholly to this work. Don't don't think of a car. Cars will be added today by the grace of God. I don't struggle to have a car. It's true. Even if I do an offering now, I I say it on the microphone that I need a car. You'll be surprised the cars I'll get. Yes. Yes. How many believe that I will get cars? Yes. Yeah, I get a lot of cars. Cars will be lined up there like that. Yeah. Maybe those of you who wanted to give me cars should bring so that I share. I, I distribute the way you are willingly saying that I will get cars. <laughs> I have a lot of pastors and missionaries. I have to give cars to them, all of them. And new bishops are coming up. I need to have. Big cast for all of them. Amen. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. No, nowhere is too far for us to go on the mission. And no, no place is a bad place. Yeah, no place is a bad place. Everywhere is a good enough place. So, I want you, listen, I, I, I have not regretted, you know, I've been 31 years as a pastor. I have not regretted Just concentrating on the church, yeah. If you listen to my preach, you know, one day I was with a group of pastors. I thought they were all in full time, but they were all in full time ministry. Then I found out that ninety percent of them are doing business and some other job on the side. You know, I was quite surprised. There are pastors who are road contractors, pastors who are—I mean, home loan, home loans what do you call it, loans and savings, savings and loans. There are bankers. I mean, there are microfinance, farmers. One person was showing me farms. Different things that people are doing, you know, by the grace of God, I am only doing church work. And I, I, I think that dedicating myself to building the church and just doing church it has been a good decision. And I will, I, will, I will encourage everybody here, whatever work you do, you know, put your hand in God's project. All right. Put your hand in God's project and see if you will not hold your hand. Yes. Put your hand in God's house and see. I learned how to bargain and to negotiate for the church. People think I'm bargaining and negotiating for myself. But I've learned how to bargain and negotiate for the church for years. Saving money and fighting for the church to do well at all costs. Are you still around? So I want to give you 25 reasons I preached this message. No, it's not this one, but I preached this message in Korea. When I preached this message, Pastors had me and I was invited for 20 years to different nations of the world. Up to today, I'm still being invited because of this message. That's how blessed it is to hear a message on the building of the church. And in the swollen Sunday, it's not pastors who are going to build the church. No, no, because we, we have Swollen Sunday which is followed by other things. We don't only do Swollen Sunday. People think we only do Swollen Sunday. We do Swollen Sunday and in between there's something else that is going on. You may not know, but it's something else goes on. Everybody is involved in building the church, including you You have just come. You start today. We don't have, the word new convert. but we have abolished it in our church. Once you are in the church, that's it. Welcome. Here we work. You are like an antelope. When you are born, you can't have even one day to lie down on the grass plains to just breathe. There is nothing like that. There are lions there and you better start running. So once you come to the church, welcome to the work. Tell your neighbor, welcome to the work. Welcome to the work. The work will help you to shed off the demons. Yes. It will help you to shed off the demons. Amen. Yeah. And there's work for everybody. Look at these security guys sitting up there. They are out. they are working. There's something for everybody to do. Yeah. They are watching to see if there's any secondary thief here or people who are on their phones. I told you that we will catch you. Or any unusual movement. Amen. Are you listening? Beautiful. Now, let us take 25 reasons, the fastest 25 reasons you have ever had. Number one, the mega church is very important because it is the most appropriate vision for all of us. That's the best vision. Proverbs 28, 29, verse 18. Is the most appropriate vision for your life. Yeah. Even if I was a businessman, I would want to build a church. Yeah. Whatever I want to do, I want to build a church. Proverbs 29 says, where there is no good vision, you perish. If you don't have a vision, you will not do well. And every time I say this, I always remember the presidents, the prime ministers, those who have that in their minds, they go to particular schools and they do certain things long before they actually start because it is their vision. Your vision makes you, not you make your vision. If you have a vision, it will make you do things in your life. And it makes you change your life. So your vision is important. If I was... I wanted to be a businessman. You have money. Make profit. I would be trying to sell my books to people who use dollars. True. I would always be launching my books. I would be selling them to places. $10, $20, special whatever. This, that, and that. Dollars, pounds, pounds, dollars. Euros. Trying to sell my own personal book to do something. Yes. I've been launching. I just released 15 books. So, you'll be surprised. But what is my vision? My vision is to build the church. And that vision makes you do certain. Bill Clinton, he went to Oxford University, I believe. This uh, Boris Johnson and the one before, Cameron. You know, they went to the same school, Eaton. You see, they, they have that vision from the time they are young. And even their parents have that vision for them. They, they go to certain places. They meet their own colleagues. You don't. they don't just so you go here. The school that you go to matters and the people that you know. If it, what, there was one, 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 one gentleman he was going to school, but his father told him, no, come to school in Ghana because I want you to have mates. Wow. If you don't go to school here, you will not have any mates. Mm-hmm. Schoolmates. Wow. Anytime I'm sitting down watching television with my wife, she always knows the people on television. Wow. She tells me who is who. Is, who, is who. This is so Who was married to this and who was this? She knows. She has mates. So your vision, if you even want to do something in Ghana one day, you may say that I should go to school here to a point so that I have colleagues and mates. Yes. Otherwise, you cannot easily do a lot of things. Nobody knows you. Yeah. Even me, I have mates. I have classmates. All my mates are from Ghana. Yes. No. Wow. Are you listening to me? Yes. What is your vision for life? To make you change your life and adjust yourself. You want to be a pastor, you, you start drying yourself up of certain things and purifying your life to walk in a certain way because that's your vision. To serve God. Whatever your vision, it makes you change your life. Yeah. It makes you make friends. It makes you make certain moves. It even makes you travel. It makes you change what you are doing. Just because of the vision you have. So your vision makes you... I heard Yonggi Cho say this many years ago. And it is true. What is your vision for life? That's why I say to many girls... Look, if your vision is to marry... Which is the vision of many girls? Then concentrate on it. And stop pretending that you don't want to marry. Say to yourself, you know something? This is what I need now. Yes. I need a man now in my life. And focus on it. And let your vision make you actively do certain things. You may even have to travel from your country to another country. Because where you are, there is no husband there. You have to go where there is a farm of husbands. So that you can harvest one. I'm lying, you see. I'm telling you the truth. Yes. So, concentrate on your vision. And take the steps. Now, what is our vision? All of us, our vision is a mega church. And 25,000 human beings. Not those who come every week we add it. No, we are saying all of us. 25,000, practically, sitting here. Whether some are on the other side, some are here, we will overcome. Yeah, we we'll overcome all the all the problems. Yes. And God is going to bless us. Maybe we have a hall here, here, I preach here small, then I walk here, I preach here, then we have a screen over there. I don't know. Whatever it is, we are not going to say that the past government is the cause of the reason why our hall is too small. <laughs> Is it caused by the past government? No. It cannot be. Number two. You must have a vision for a mega church because it will lead you on a good journey. Number three. You must have a mega church because it is the prophetic destiny. It's a prophetic destiny of the church. Because the Bible says... In Job chapter 8, verse 7, it says, Though thy beginning was small, thy latter end should greatly increase. So whatever is small, there is a prophetic direction that it will increase. Even if if it is small. So I want to flow with God's, what God is doing. Because Wherever God is working, that's where the blessing is. You know, as a father, I have children. And I have a household. And I have spiritual children plenty. If I have any power, anything, anybody who is flowing within what I want doesn't have to pray to me for anything. My things that I have come to to those people. It's true. You don't have to pray. So, Instead of even asking for things, just flow with the person's mind. And God's mind is that although it is small at the beginning, although there are small, small groups, the latter part is plenty, many, many great increases of people. So just flow with what God is doing. And you see that you are near God, you will not be praying for things. Oh God, give me this. Oh God, do this. Oh God, you will see that your life has changed. When I say, you see, these days I pass through a cry, I can smell Kiliwili clearly when you drive. Have you been smelling Kiliwili? I don't know whether they have a new type of... It is is stronger in the system. Yes. It is, I can smell it stronger in Ghana. For so many years I have not... Yeah. And the number of Kiliwili spots. Yeah. So, so what it is is that uh, I can smell it. But I remember where I used to stand to buy. And I would see the woman counting two, 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 two. They, they use two fingers like this. Those of you who don't know, they, they use the finger like this too. Have you seen it before? Yeah, they they know. They slide it along. They slide it very fast. Look, I I, I used to buy. I said that my money is finished. But my money cannot buy more. Yes. So you see now, God has elevated me, and now killing will is no problem. Is it not a higher elevation? I prophesy everything you are struggling about today. A time is coming. You will be, be giving the same testimony. Yes. What you are struggling to count today. You will not be counting it tomorrow. In the name of Jesus. Because you are flowing with the prophetic destiny of the Lord. Yeah. Just be near God. Just be near God. Tell somebody I want to be near God. Yeah. And God is building his church. Yes. Number four. We must have a mega church vision. Because many pastors or many people are deceived into thinking that the work is being done. Many people think, oh, everybody goes to church. But it is not true. Wow. There are many churches. Too many churches. Hmm. Too many churches. What about petrol stations? Do we have enough petrol stations in Ghana? Every day they are building new ones. And malls. Is there a new mall coming up? Or they are tired of building them now. Number five. We must have a mega church vision because the Bible says, My house will be filled. Is his house filled? No. His house is not filled. There's room at the cross. There's room. There is room. There's room in the um, mood changing plaza. There's room in the many marriages plaza. Happiness plaza. There's room in these car parks. There's room everywhere. There's room for your cars on the roadside. There's room on the streets. There's room. There's room on stage. We can have church always. There will be, no, be always people on stage. There's room. It's a big deception to think that it is done. The Bible says that my house may be filled. Number six. We must have a mega church vision because the harvest is the world. He says, go ye into all the world. The whole world. Everybody is part of our target. Amen. Number seven. Because the biblical church had thousands of members. Are you writing it down? The biblical church has thousands. So we are not into hundreds. Are we into hundreds? So with 25,000, only 25. Only 25. The Bible time, they had 3,000 added. One day's convex. 3,000. Hmm. We are moving into 25,000. Number eight, you must have a mega church because a mega church means more souls. You see the great change testimonies we had today? They were giving a testimony. My parents thought I was a good boy, but I was very far. How many have been like that? Your parents thought you were good, but they didn't know you. You were more than James Bond in the house. The spy who loved me. No one knows you, but you are there. Yes. Do you want to know a real spy? How many want me to show you? I want to show you a sign of a, somebody who looks like a real spy. I'll show you somebody. How many want to know what a spy looks like? Lift your hand if you want to know. Are you sure? Should I, should I give you a sign? But do you think the spies will feel comfortable if I give you them? I should still show. How many feel I should still show? Okay, put that in your hand. I'll show you. Look to your right. You see the person on your left? Your right or your left? That person is, looks like a spy. That's, a, that's exactly how spies look like. Yeah. Yeah. You will never suspect this quarister is working for BNI. Yes. You never expect that he's working for the American government, that he works for Russia. In Ghana, he's just like you speaking tree and ga and ewe and whatever, flowing. But he's on the payroll. He has a radio in his house. He's sending messages. He's, he's, he's sending messages of his, his, his reports. <laughs> Check your right or left and see somebody who looks like a spy. Yeah. And don't be deceived by those innocent-looking girls. You know, I don't know why girls are always seen as good and the boys are left out. Do you know why? When Abraham went with his wife, in Genesis chapter 12, when they were getting to Egypt, he told his wife, when you go, say I am your sister, because you are, you are my sister, because they will kill me. So, you see, like you've seen two people, a man and a woman, you want to kill the man and leave the woman. Do you understand? It's like Abraham is bad, but Sarah is okay. They, they say, he said, I know they will target me just because I'm a man and leave you. Yeah. I mean, a strange man and woman are walking into town, and he knows in advance that they will kill the man and leave the woman. That's what's been happening. said, so they will take up the man and finish and leave the woman there. She's okay. Mercy. So the lady sitting by you, don't think that she's. They are, they, are, they are what we call women's spies. Yay! Number nine. Number eight, there will be more souls. Number nine, there will be more workers. More people are going to work in the church. Number ten, there will be more Pastors. Number 11, there will be more prayer. Can you imagine if we have more pastors? Imagine a situation where you have more armed robbers. Does it, does it affect the nation? So don't you think if there are more pastors, it's also a good thing? It's a good thing. Don't listen to what the people say on, sometimes, you know, they talk on you know, you hear them on the, on the, on, in the media saying things about churches, pastors, we don't need this, whatever, you know, whatever and so on. Oh, the church is what is holding the nation. Yeah. Church is what is holding the nation. Yeah. The church is holding the nation. Practically. There are so many things and so many problems. If there was no church, we don't even know what we do. When we come to church, we are happy to be here. Yeah. We come now and we say, what well, about what beer?" So more, everybody say more workers More souls More pastors It makes a difference Yes, it makes a difference Amen Number 11 There's more prayer More prayer We are going to pray more The more people we are, the more prayer Every day there must be prayer meeting here. How many would like to know that somebody somewhere is praying for you? Benny Hinn tells a story. One time he was in a private jet. And the pilot turned around and told the people, you know, in a private jet, you can see the door to the cockpit is just here. A private jet would just have like, it has like armchairs. It doesn't have the seats that you have in a normal plane. It's like armchairs. So you can have one chair this way and one chair this way. So it's like two people and then two people on this side and then two there and two there. So it's like eight people. And they are like sitting in a sitting, sitting room. That's how a private plane is. And it's quite small. But you can have drinks and all that there. Small toilet, everything. So he was in a plane like that. And as they were going... How many want to be in a private plane one day? You'll be there. I prophesy your private plane experience. In the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, why not? Why not? I've I've been British Airways, KLM. Some private planes must also work. (laughs) Now, are you listening? When the pilot tend to tell them that the fuel in the plane was finished. Hey. And when the fuel in the plane is finished, the engines go off and the plane starts to glide. So instead of hearing the normal sound like, mm, like the sound like an air conditioner, it changes and it becomes <laughs> And he knew that he was dead. But at the same time, God woke a certain woman up. He, 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 he tells the story. And told her, "Pray for Benny. Him, he's in trouble. Wow. In the middle of the night. And the lady started they didn't know what it was. Just pray for him. And they were now in the plane gliding at a, whoosh, coming down. And they came down, 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 and land crashed into a farm. He said, when the plane crashed, the pilots heads came out. The ice came out. His wife was with him. His wife's leg was cut and he said he, he, he just jumped out of the plane. He was the only one in the night and he was walking in the field. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Nothing happened to him. Yeah. Somebody somewhere praying. Wake up and pray. This man needs your prayers. And when there's a mega church, there will be somebody here. There can never be something like a day without an all-night here. Never. 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 But you see, it it takes a mega church to have a group every day. Because no one can do it all night every day because people have other things to, to do. So there will be, and even now we are starting that. Every day, all night, it's like somebody praying for us. Somebody speaking in the spirit mysterious prayers. Praying for your life. Praying for your soul. Praying for whatever concerns you. Praying mysterious prayers. Because you see, bad things, eh, bad things are happening. They are usually surprises. Uh, let me say it again. Bad things, eh, they are usually surprises. You know, when there is a war, the one who usually wins the war is the one who has a surprise. I'll, I'll say it again. Shall I say it again? Bad things, they are, they are usually surprises. Like if something bad will happen, it's like I was not so expecting this. I never thought this. I never, I never, I never thought this would be like this, or this would be. that's that's how bad things are there are always surprises there are phone calls, there are texts there are whatsapps, there are things you read you say no and that is why speaking in tongues the bible says when you speak in tongues you speak mysteries mystery is also something that is mysterious since something mysterious is coming to you why not counteract it with something equally mysterious Since the enemy has mysterious things that you are not expecting, things that are surprises, things that are not going the way you thought it would go, why not rise up and pray and speak mysteries to God concerning mysterious things that are also targeting you and identifying you as enemies and things to be eliminated. Come on, my friend. Mystery for mystery mysterious prayers for mysterious attacks. That must be what you must rise up and do. And that is why when there's a mega church, there's always more prayer with more people. When I, I went to Korea, you know, you'll be there. Yes. This year, I'm going with 40 of my pastors from different towns, Bandai, Zebila, different parts. I'm I'm going with all of them. And I was in Korea and I went to the place, the prayer mountain. When I got there, you know, I'll never forget the sight. People in their prayer, in their prayer mountain, they have a huge chapel that can sit, you know, a few thousand people. And you see people lying on the stage with water bottles. The characteristic was this water, like vaulting. They lie on the floor with the vortex by their side. Yes. You see that they are there praying and waiting on God. You know, and it is this mega church that had all the, the owners of LG. Samsung. In fact, the church is here and the headquarters of LG. It won't, be, it won't be 200, 300 meters. Do you know LG? Yeah. What does it make? TV. Everything. The headquarters. Here is the church. Here is the LG. You think the members are not in the church? Four. The owners. Samsung. The owners. The directors. The millionaires. The 25,000 people always includes People. The 25,000 people always includes politicians. It always includes businessmen. It always includes headmistresses. It always includes powerful people. It always includes somebody you need. It always includes somebody. Prayer. Mysterious prayers. For mysterious things. There will be more of it. I say there is more of it. With a mega church. Are you with me? Yes. Number 12. You must have a mega church vision. Because a, a mega church will bring large crowds. And large crowds create expectation. Luke 3 verse 15. Expectation. When the people are few, there's not much expectation. Expectation. As the people were in expectation, all men mused in their hearts of John whether he was the Christ or not. Number thirteen, there will be more miracles when there are larger crowds. Yes. Because there's more crowd, more expectation, more miracles. Yes. When I when I saw the dead raised in Colombia. It was the largest crowd I had seen preaching. The largest crowd. Here is a woman, I don't know, saying that my child was dead. What should I say? My child was dead. We were taken to the clinic the the child was declared dead and here my child is alive. And the next day they put dead, more dead people some, a dead one lined up with a bed sheet is dead. They covered up to the up to the chest with his face on a stretcher. And ambulances. More! I've never seen as many cars as I saw ambulances. I didn't know there were so um, many ambulances in the world. You see more miracles. You see greater signs and wonder. How many want more miracles? Yes! More miracles are going to take place. Shatabato Kayana. Number 14, it's through a mega church, there's more evangelism. Yes. We are going to Botswana for Healing Jesus campaign. We were in Namibia a few months ago and we were told by the government or by Whoever, the church, the government, we were told by some people, don't take offerings. We don't want it. But we were still able to go. Because there is a mega church that is paying for something as expensive as crusades. Hallelujah. Number 15. Mega church means more income, that more money that can be used for the work of God. Do you want more money to be in the church? Yes. Yes. Number 16. Mega church is going to bring special ministries like the orphanage that we have. It's very expensive. That's why orphanages are done by big organizations like SOS. It's a foreign thing. So for us to rise up and have an orphanage as big as SOS... It takes a mega church. Without a mega church, such things are not possible. Can I have an amen? amen? And our orphanage is a flagship orphanage in the country. Yes. Number 17. A mega church shows that we have made foolproof of our ministry. The Bible says, keep your eye on the work. Second Timothy 4 verse 5. On what you are doing. Accept the hard times along with the good. Keep the message alive. Do a thorough job as God's servant. The message Bible. Do a thorough job. We are doing a proper job, not a half and half job. Look at it. Do a full, thorough job as God's servant. If you are God's servant and you are doing something for God, do it fully. The Bible says, make full proof of your ministry. Fully prove you are you are called. And we are doing the mega church to show fully that, that we are a real church. That, that we are showing that it's a real it's a real Holy Spirit anointed church. It's not a half-baked, half done, half business, half church, half business, half school, half church, half of something else, and half of a church. It's a church, church, through and through. I feel the power of God here, you know. Yes. Look, the church, if you do it, you'll you feel the presence of God. Yes. Do a Torah to take it to its logical conclusion. Hallelujah. How many reasons do you have? 17. 17. Number 18. The mega church, there are going to be more beloveds. More beloveds. Hmm. Ha. ha. Number 19, there are going to be in a mega church, more weddings. Number 20, there are going to be more contacts and connections when there is a mega church. Amen. Number 21, there are going to be more employers that can help the church. Employers. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Number 22, different needs of the congregation will be met. Number 23, you must have a mega church because a mega church is going to accomplish the 25% quota the sower went out to sow, and one seed out of four was bearing fruit. Number 24, you must have a mega church because a mega church is a force. reckon with it becomes a nation within a nation and number 25 we must have a mega church vision because the glory of the latter the end time church will be greater than that of the former or the early church amen so i've given you all the 25 reasons let's go back to reason number 18. i've given you 20 did you get all the 25 reasons Where did you lose me? Where did you... Okay, number 18, there will be more beloveds, isn't it? Number 19, there will be more weddings. Number 20, there will be more contacts and connections. Number 21, there will be more employers and even employees. And then number 22, different needs that we have will be met. Like you will know a lawyer... Some of you don't know anybody who is a lawyer. Some of you don't know anybody who is a doctor. But at least if you know me, you know a doctor. At least one doctor. Because your family doesn't know anyone who is a doctor. When you go to the hospital, you go as a total stranger to meet total strangers. If you need blood or whatever, you don't have any connection to get. If you are going to give birth, you give birth before strangers. Anything that happens, you don't know what is happening. Number 23, you must have a mega church because we will accomplish the 25% quota. God has given us 25%. That is, the sower went out to sow. One out of the seed fell on good ground. Number 24, you must have a mega church because we become a force to reckon with. Our church is a force to reckon with. Our church can change the elections in Ghana. Yes. Yeah. If I show you the pictures of our church services and our Swollen Sunday services all over the country from Bandai to Zebila to I Amin, mean, uh, uh, Dawadawa number two and all over, you will see that our church is a force to reckon with. If we play the, the cards in a certain way, it will go a certain way. Yes. That's a reality. And number 25, you must have a mega church because the glory of the end time church will be greater than the glory of the early church. So the end, the glory, the beauty will be more. Amen. Now, let me just go back to since I've given you the 25 in record time as I told you. I want to go back to number 18 which says that you will have more beloveds. Yes. Acts chapter 4 verse 33 says that there was not a needy person. There was not a needy person amongst them. For all who were owners of lands and houses will sell them and bring them to the proceeds of the sale. NASB. Acts four thirty three. There was not a needy person in amongst them. Now, amongst, look at the scripture. There was not what a needy person. Your need for somebody to marry you is solved by this same church growth. Yes. Because there is somebody who is very good for you. Will like you. How many have seen somebody with a beloved or a husband or a wife before and you have wondered that this person didn't see well? Raise your hand if it has occurred to you before. That he didn't see well. Raise your hand if it occurred to you. Yes. Yes. You see now? So as you are saying to somebody that he didn't see well, what it means, what it means is that there are people that you may think is not good for somebody. But that person, that is what the person likes. You know the story Of the king, the elephant, who stooped to kiss the pig, he bent down and he kissed the pig. And when he finished kissing the pig, you know what he said? He said, beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. He knows what he wants. You are looking at what I'm kissing and you are saying, why? you see, but he is kissing the pig and saying, wow, this is what I want. Beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder, said the elephant as he stooped to kiss the pig. So, there is somebody, even if you are the pig, there is somebody who, Charlie, it's his only pork that he likes. It's only pork that he likes. Pork chops. So when you get married, one of the raps you can give is, I'm your pork chops. It's one of the raps you can give. Charlie, I'm your pork chops. I've turned into your pork chops. Are you listening? Yes. There is somebody. See, some of you, you feel that. You feel that a girl will not like you. It's true. You feel that you don't have anything. Yes. Is it true or it's not true? I am telling you, eh, brothers. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised in a mega church, eh you see. So many people will like you. Yes. So many people will like you. So many people will like you. In a mega church. Once, you, once it's a mega church. Yes. You may think that your face is twisted like this. And nobody can like somebody with a face like your face. I'm telling you. Some of you, when you look in the mirror, you feel my face is too long. Or my face is too broad. Or my face is too manly. You'll be shocked. Somebody is going to come and say, it's only you that I need. That I want. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Your beloved is among the 25,000. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. it. As we go out winning souls, and as we are involved, you may think "I'm, I'm building the church. You don't know you are building your own life. You'll be coming to church with eight souls, And and your fellow neighbor is also coming with eight souls, not knowing that your beloved is in his bus and his beloved is in your bus. Receive it. Receive it. Yes. And your wedding, your wedding, your wedding is coming on for sure. Out of the 25,000, you will find the person that suits you, whatever your age. Yes, those outside, I don't even hear a word from you, those outside. <laughs> Listen, shh. Listen, I want to tell you something. Marriage, eh, no matter the problems, you will never be tired of it. People are always happy to hear about marriage. I don't know why. You, you may grow old, everything. is like people are excited. Challenge, you know. marry. It, it, it's like a nice thing. Receive a nice thing. And every time we are, when I'm officiating weddings, shh. When we are officiating weddings, I always remember during the communion that if it was not for the church, if Jesus hadn't died, there would be no wedding. It's true. He told us about a man shall leave his father and his mother It's true. from the word of God and be clean. Where there's no Christianity, where there's no church, people don't marry. They just flow. Yes, they just flow. In South Africa, in South Africa, when we went there initially, All the young guys were not, no one was marrying. As the church stayed on, I'm talking about South Africans, they all started marrying, becoming gentlemen, marrying, and you see the change. One day we had what we call a PFI, just a fellowship and so on. All the Ghanaians were married and the South Africans were not married. And I pointed out to them, I said, you see, you, you people don't marry, but you have to marry. And then they started to marry, and gradually weddings started to come on in South Africa. And we started to see the church growth it brings beloved and it brings marriage. It's bring, it something that comes from the church. Yes, it's always within a church. Yeah, because we, we don't have any way of having sex outside, so it's like we need to entertain ourselves within the church, the marriage context. Yes. Are you listening to my preaching? Now, there are two types of people who sometimes feel I may not get somebody. Sometimes three, four types. Sometimes, if you are a certain age, you may think that, oh, my time is past. Do you see? But I have good news for you. In a mega church... No matter your age, weddings will be taking place. You'll be an elderly brother who is walking along like that. And you see that you've got a beloved who is also, she's also coming. She has put on a new wig for the wedding. And she's flowing. She has learned some new things and she's ready to try it out in the new marriage. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Yes. Mega church. There is nothing like I'm too old. You'll never be tired of marrying. Even in 20, 30 years. If you marry, you're, 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 you lose your spouse, whatever. You see that you will still want to marry. You know, one day I was having a prayer meeting. In the church. And I was standing in the front like this. So I was down the stairs. And I just made an altar call. I said, All those who want to marry should come. So when I did that altar call, when I did that altar call, I turned around and I walked up. So I wasn't looking behind. You get it? So I was walking up slowly because I was tired. It had been a long prayer meeting. So I walked up slowly. Ah. <sighs> And when I go to the pulpit, I turn around. And the people that I saw, you know, do you know what I, I do you know what, do you know what I saw? Aunties. Grandmothers. Elderly. People that are grandchildren. I, they were all there. We are here. We want to marry. <laughs> That is where I saw that. Look, this thing, uh, this marriage thing, uh, there is a mystery attraction to it. No matter the age. Yes, no matter the age. It's like well, we want to marry. Yes. I don't know why. Do you know why? No. In a mega church, you see that every widow and widower, even, you see that there was somebody who comes to me, I like widows this is what I like eh? whereas some people are afraid of widows some people say "Ask for me it's widows I like. Uh, like hey one day I saw the bridegroom they were coming down they are 72 years and the bride was over 60 about 65 they were coming to do their best that is the day that I saw that the church is a mega church. I prophesy your wedding. Look, when you pass by this wedding chapel, just point and say, I'll be there. 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 It will happen practically. Amen. Amen. One day, a brother came to me and said, I want to marry a white girl. as the church has grown, I know white, personally I know white girls wow. yes that's what you want because a, I want my children to be your color, color brown so no, no problem, God will do it for you, in, in a mega church we have all this in the name of Jesus Receive the blessing of the Lord of the megachurch. Yes. 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 Now, there are people who feel I've had already a marriage or already enough people in my life. I'm like the woman of Samaria. There are brothers, that is what they want. They want Samaritans. <laughs> No, no, no. When it is a new one, say, no, 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 no. no. I need a Samaritan. The woman of Samaria said, I have already had five. So, yes. And the one you are with is not married. Say, no, this is what I need. If you like, you can Google after Prostitutes that get married. You see plenty. That's what people, some people like. They'll be in the queue. When it's their turn, they enter the room. They say, I want to marry you. You are what I need. You are what I need. One day, a man met a prostitute. Are these people, are you blocking the view of some people? I think so. A man met a lady from New Orleans, but he didn't know. He didn't know she was from New Orleans. Initially, he said, "Oh, she was Mrs. So and So." Then, after some time, he looked at the lady and said, "Ha! You are the prostitute from this t- this road in New Orleans." She was now a Mrs. So, ah, everybody misses you. They are all still of you in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> yes Yeah He yeah. said so everybody they, they really they come and ask they come and they ask only for you. So what is this one? I need this one. Yes. It's true I'm telling you New Orleans. I prophesy no matter your background in this mega church, the next 25,000 people that are coming in, your marriage is included in that mega church. Yeah. Do you know why some people quarrel throughout their marriages? It's because they are IMC. Do you know what is an IMC? Ill-married couple. Ill-married the the marriage is not a good pairing. It's not a good pairing. It's not a good coupling. It's, it's an IMC, ill-married couple. It's a term. You see, when you are in a mega church, you don't struggle in a relationship. When it's not working, you say hey Charlie, look, I not know, it's not working, and let us move our separate ways. You get what I'm saying? There are more people. Yeah, we are, we, we need we need something that is working. connections are coming Amen. more Oh, some of you, you and especially in Africa Africa is a place where connections are important mm. yes now there are a lot of places where who you know is not it, it, who you know is at a very 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 high level but normally like, even to get a passport is not a who you know but in Africa Even to even just pass your car through immigration, customs, and go through. I tell you, it's who you know. Our convoy was crossing a border into a certain country whose name begins with one of the alphabets. All the cars crossed, so they were like eight. Then the last one, The man said, I've closed. Yes. He said what? I've closed. And the last one, everybody was in except one. He said, you have to sleep here. And he just walked away. You sleep. The mega church is going to be your greatest blessing. Yes. One day I called I've called many members. I said, Employ this one for me, please. Employ this one for me. That's why there are many jobs. I just make a phone call. I said, You have not asked me for anything before. So please employ my person. Wow. 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 What do you think? Wow. Many schools where they say there's no the school is full, no admission. There is always one space. Yeah. protocol. They have protocol. Every full thing, there is always a space. So, in Africa, who you know? So, when you are in a church, you are in a network. Oh, yes. Yes. Mega church. These days, people have been calling, up. I want my child to go to uh, this school abroad in this town because we have this. Our church is here. Our church is here. Our church is here. They'll be mentioning the town: Manchester, Leeds, Birmingham. These are different places. Well, Nottingham. That. I want to be here because I want my child. Because your child can be there, but he's not going even to the school. Your child can call you and say, "I'm in the library," but he's not in the library. <laughs> I, I'll call you back. I'm in the library. He's not in the library. He's not even in the school how many want to see 25,000 we need about 20,000 people more to come to make 25,000 yes and all those people you are going to be involved in building that mega church it's going to be beautiful God is going to use you so wonderfully there are people I will never meet you will meet them you are the only Jesus some will ever see. They will never see Jesus, but they will see you. And they will say, oh, when I met you, I, I, I understood who was Jesus. Hallelujah. When I met you, I understood more about Jesus. Before I knew you, I didn't know Jesus. But when I met you, I understood the love of Jesus. That's what they will say about you. May that be your story. May that be your blessing. So, we have about two weeks or three weeks to go. Two, two weeks or three weeks to go. We are going to do more soul winning, more church work. This is our cocoa season. Eh? What other season? Yes, harvest time. We are going to do soul winning and mobilizing people, holding them by their hand. Everybody here was going to bring a bus yes. or a car or a batenta or an Uber or Tango. Tango is working. Yango. Boats. Is It's what? Boats. It's another Uber. Yes. Taxify. All of them. They are coming here. Yes. Canopy. Or? Canopy people, are you there? Are you on your phones or you are listening to the preaching? Beautiful. So, you see, the canopy is also full. So, the car parks, we're going to use the car parks, car parks, car parks. We are going to build tents. Yes. And more souls are coming. And it doesn't matter if we are hot. Our rooms are even hotter. Some of us, our rooms are hotter than here. Never. I don't want to hear anybody say this church is hot. Your room is hotter. Don't bring yourself. There's no air conditioning in your room. You know it. You think I don't know things. And God is going to bless us. How many want to be involved in the mega church? Look, put on Isaiah chapter 2 as we close. Isaiah 2 verse 2. Isaiah 2, 2. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. In the last days. That the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills. You see, God's house is going to be established. This church when we started, there were many companies. They are no more in existence. UTC, Ghana Airways, Kingsway, Autoparts, I don't know if Autoparts is still there, uh, A-Life, GNTC, multi stores, GB White Whitechapel, Mobile, Mobile, Mobile fuel stations, Glamour, many things. They are not here. houses. it shall come to pass in the last days. That the mountain of the Lord's house rather shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations, it's going to be an international church, all nations shall flow into it. Verse three, beautiful verse three. And many people shall go and say, Come, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. Hallelujah. He will teach us. You see, as you come to church, you are being taught the word of God. You are receiving wisdom for your life. He will teach us of his ways. And we will walk in his paths. And out of Zion shall go forth the law. The word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Come and let's go to the house of the Lord. He will teach us his ways. We will walk in his paths. How many are glad that God is teaching you something from his word? The apostles' doctrine. And you are walking in his paths. So beautiful. How many of your lives are changing as you walk in the paths of God? Stand to your feet, everybody. Thank you. Many shall go and say,
1: Come and let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob.
2: Let's go to the house of the God of Jacob. Many will say, And he shall. The mountain of the Lord's house shall be established. In
1: the top of the mountain and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into
2: it. All nations, lift your hand and pray, Lord, do it. Build your church, Lord. Build your church, Lord. Jesus Establish your church
1: Lord
5: Build your church Lord
2: Jesus Jesus Father thank you for building your church and as we build up towards swollen Sunday and as we build up towards our church growing thank you for the 25,000 people that are somewhere people that are important for our lives thank you thank you thank you that you love people You died for people, you saved people, and you are doing a great work today. Thank you that there will be no needy person in this church again. There will be no needs, no needs. Every need will be met. From beginning to end, things we cannot buy, you will send and put in our hands. We love you, Father. We thank you for your great blessing you have given to us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed for a moment. If you are here and you, you don't speak in tongues, you have not received the Holy Spirit, you don't speak in tongues, lift up your hand and come, come to me in the front here. Just come. You don't yet speak in tongues, but you would like to speak in tongues. Come to me in the front. Quickly. Just come very quickly. Don't delay at all. You don't speak in tongues You have not yet received the Holy Spirit but you would like to receive the Holy Spirit and speak in time. Come and join them quickly. Join them very quickly in the front here. I want to pray with you from outside everywhere because without the Holy Spirit what we are talking about you can never understand it and you cannot even participate. Come, come, come. God bless you. You want the Holy Spirit. Come. You want to receive the Holy Spirit. Now listen. Listen. When you don't have the Holy Spirit, you have usually another spirit working in your life. And that's why it's important for us to have the Holy Spirit and to speak in tongues. Close your eyes. Everyone. If you are here. And you are not born again or you don't even understand it. You want to also be born again and give your life to Jesus. Raise your hand like this. God bless you. Most of us. Lift your hand. And come also to the front. I want to pray with you. Come quickly to the front. Come. this prayer, lift your hands like this all of you lift your hands up like this let me pray with you, Father thank you for all these that are giving their lives to you today I want you to say this prayer with me, say Lord Jesus thank you for today please forgive me for my sins I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my savior today Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. Today, I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I give my heart, I give my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Satan. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I will not follow you. I will not serve you again. I belong to Jesus. He is my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving me today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, everybody look at me here. Lift your hand and ask God to give you the Holy Spirit right now ask God, give me the Holy Spirit right now. Father, thank you for giving everyone here the mighty Holy Spirit. The mighty Holy Spirit. Thank you for changing every life here with the gift of the Holy Spirit. We love you, Father. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit that is changing every life. We are grateful. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Now listen, when we close, I want all of you, we want to pray for you and lay hands on you to receive the Holy Spirit and you start speaking in tongues today. Amen. And so when we close, this section here, just come to this section here and sit there. we are going to pray for you and lay hands on you to receive the Holy Spirit. So come with your Bible or your bag or anything you brought, just come there. In the next five minutes, we are closed. Then you come there. And it's very important. Listen, you can't be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. It's difficult. Other spirits will be working. But you need the Holy Spirit. So when you come here, we are going to have a little more time. Because I want to end the service now. But we're going to have a little more time and pray with you. And you receive the Holy Spirit. Me, I started to speak in tongues when I was in um, Form 5. Form 4, Form 5. Secondary school. That's a long time ago. I, the Holy Spirit has been helping me. I speak in tongues more than I speak English. Do you see? Yeah. I speak in tongues a lot. All the time. When I speak in tongues, when I speak in the Spirit, I, I pray mysteries to counteract mysterious attacks. It's a very spiritual thing and supernatural thing. So, you need the Holy Spirit. Everybody needs the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you want the Holy Spirit? Oh, I really pray that you take it seriously. So, when we close, where the choristers are, just sit there and then we are going to pray with you there. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seat. You may be seated. And it's time for the communion.
1: Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is Oh. On a long journey For forty days And forty nights Elijah needed Supernatural strength oh, 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 oh Prophet Elijah Take this meal and eat It will Sustain you For forty days And for forty nights That meal Was the supernatural meal Elijah
2: stand to your feet Mm -hmm. father we thank you as we receive this bread let this be your healing for our lives in the name of jesus now whatever is a big missing piece a missing piece in your life did you hear me? I said a missing piece something torn out of your life or not in your life as you receive this body may that place be healed in the name of Jesus the body of Jesus Christ Whatever mistake you made that's affecting you today the blood of Jesus is the most powerful neutralizer of all mistakes. It washes it cleanses forgives sanctifies may you receive all these four things as you take the wine the blood of Jesus Lift your hands for your blessing. May every tear you have shed be turned into smiles, rejoicings, happiness. May your disappointments be healed. May your pain, the pain of your life, be healed. May the sadness be replaced with happiness. May the mistakes be replaced with victories. May the emptiness be replaced with fullness. May your captivity be turned. Turn around. May you be free. Every anaconda spirit. That has bound you for life. I rebuke the head of that snake. And I say, you are set free. Run and be free in the name of Jesus. Every python spirit, spirit of python, that says, I will never let you go. Receive your deliverance today. In the name of Jesus, I see you jumping around, rejoicing, gamboling around, like a lamb and an antelope set free. May you escape from the mouth of the lion. May you be faster than your enemy. May you be stronger than your enemy. May you be wiser than your enemy. May you have more understanding than your enemy. May God favor you more than he favors your enemy. In the name of Jesus. I see a hole, a dark hole. And somebody is climbing out. You are seeing the light. And you can't even believe that you are seeing the light that you are seeing. Let it come to pass practically in the name of Jesus. And let me hear your loudest amen. I hear I hear a word that word says climb out climb out climb out you are free receive it now in the name of Jesus say I receive it I am climbing out Christ has set me free and I am free indeed in the name of Jesus Christ everybody shouted amen God bless you you may be seated we
3: believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Daguerre Mills, please visit our website at www.dikewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.